Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm once again your host for today. And we're going to have some conversations with an, a great, unique couple, Josh and Michelle kind. Wyckoff. One of a kind. <laughs> How are you guys? That's a, doing great. That's a great introduction yeah. for you guys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No, I felt, I felt Slightly odd. Unique couple. And, and in, in our fellowship... <laughs> Yeah, in our Fellowship Family podcast, you know, we really like to use these as just a way to get to know people in our church. Um, you are part of our family, and so how can we uh, allow others in our family to get to know you? And that's where these conversations go. But also, we're going to steer it in a, in a direction where over these next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about uh, community and community groups and what does small group life look like. But I want to hear from you guys. So just share with us a little bit about your background of I mean, I can get really deep here and, and, and how you guys met and all yeah. kinds of stuff. But just share, how long have you guys been coming to Fellowship Bible Church? Yeah, we moved here right after uh, college, 2009. And, uh, you know, you did what little... college you go to? Liberty the... University. Those we don't speak of. Just kidding. We oh love liberty. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, yeah, we did the church shopping. And you know, we when we moved here, we worked on the weekends, uh, a, a little retreat in the area. And uh, so the, uh, as I, I said, the irony is that we were looking for a church that had like good small groups, you know, hmm. like, and that I think it was, you know, the connect weekend was one of the first weekends we came to. So we're like, oh, we could sign up and we can actually be a part and like see people because we're probably not going to come on Sunday very often. Mm-hmm. And we ended hmm. up like getting to come a lot more than we thought. But so I'll, yeah. let me pause right there because that was 2009. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a good several years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> and you guys came around the time period where Fellowship Bible Church was looking to si- have people sign up to come to community groups. Yeah. Is that what you're yes. saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just instantly dived, dove I'm, I'm right not in. I'm kidding, Mark. Like, seriously, like, we went to, like, several churches in the area, and, like, we were, like, you know, there, there's some good options, and we were just, like, man, but we just we just know we need to have, we just need to know people, you know? Yeah. We need to be a part of that. And so, honestly, that is funny to think about in the hindsight how that really was, like, a big reason why we continue to attend FBC. It's, you, you know, know, I love hearing stories of how people got plugged in or how they found our church, how they came to kind of say, okay, this is going to be my church home. You guys came at it from a a, a bent of, I want to like meet people. I want to get plugged into a smaller community. How did that balance out with the size of the building? Uh, Was that intimidating for you guys when you're thinking, I want to get part of a smaller group of people? Or was that just kind of, did that flow naturally for you? I I mean, I wasn't intimidated by that. I don't think we were. That's good. Today by the size, but yeah. I think also coming from Liberty and the backgrounds so. that yeah. we've had, we, we know about meeting other people and connecting is kind of how, in smaller groups, hmm. that's where you really get the fellowship. And so when we look at the size of a church, that wasn't a huge issue. Yeah. And you guys, when did you get married? Uh, was that just a, a yeah, little, we got little time that, before yeah, then? Yeah, no, <laughs> just that summer. That yep. same summer. Mm-hmm. So I was here, you know, I was actually working at our job. Like, I think it was like eight weeks by myself. And so I'd go to like a new church every weekend, like by myself, like yeah. scoping it out. And yeah. then we got married. And then, yeah, I was like, well, these are my top five that we went yes. so. Narrow it down. Yeah. yeah. So you get plugged in right away as a newlywed couple into Fellowship Bible Church. Which community group did you guys land in? Dude, we'll call it out right now. Oh, yeah. Josh and Tara Jones. Mm-hmm. Josh yeah. and Tara Jones. You know what? And, and the cool thing was uh, Josh uh, and Tara came 
like they didn't know who we were. They just got our names thrown on there. All of a sudden, this like minivan like pulls up the road. Like we lived that retreat area had like a super long driveway. Is this this like minivan? Oh, Remember right. that? It came up. That was We're like, so who the heck? cool. Who are these people? And they're like, hey. They hunted like, you down they at, hunted your, us down. at your job. Like, they saw our addresses actually kind of where on the out of town, like where the, their side of town is, and. Uh, so it was kind of funny. Yeah. That made us feel so good. I remember that now. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. What a great encouragement to no, to leaders it. of just yeah, he was super pursuing so, people yeah. and saying, hey, you're going to be part of our group. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were super, I mean, their group, it just had a good vibe. It was, you know, comfortable and they were very casual and just... Mm-hmm. I remember that feeling. I'm like, yeah. oh, I like these people. <laughs> That's cool. And so when you get plugged into a group, I mean, you want to be able to like get connected and get to know people on a deeper level than just coming into a building on a Sunday morning, coming and going, or in our case, sometimes Saturday nights, and maybe talking to people for two minutes. Yeah. You know, in a in a small group setting. Um, over these years since you've been a part of our church and maybe even before at Liberty, what have you experienced in a small group setting that has been valuable to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know how valuable it is to me because when I was in high school, like we had a really bad youth pastor like situation as in not one. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. like they saw like our head pastor, who's honestly like my my best friend's dad, you know, so that, you know, I had the inside track there to mm-hmm. get mentored, but he just saw like a few of the guys that just had no one pointing into him because there's, there's some over, yeah, turn with youth pastors. And so he just poured into us and like my senior year, like I just saw how that changed me so much. It made me want to go to a Christian school, just changed my, uh, I guess, intensity to want to know the Lord, things mm. of the Lord. And so I was just thankful for that. Mm. Liberty really emphasizes small groups, prayer prayer groups they have different hierarchies of just you know discipleship and so every whatever thursday night hall meeting night you know all these liberty people out there listen you know it's uh you're you're going to that bible study or you're skipping it but you're hopefully going to it and it's just it was always just important it's part of our lives and it it never it always has a benefit it just always has a benefit different levels of benefit Mm. but it's always good to just talk about things with the lord but other believers intentionally Mm. you know and there could be different levels of how deep you go but as long as like that's the focus that's what we're doing at some level in this group right now like you just don't walk away from that thinking that was a waste of my time yeah no you just go that was that was great so michelle how about you what have you kind of learned in in the value of community groups over the years Mm -hmm. yeah um Definitely, I feel like, you know, teaching a lot of times is sometimes can be the emphasis of a group, whether it be a community group or like we had prayer groups at Liberty. Um, and that's great. I think Bible teaching is awesome. But without relationship, it kind of is hmm. just, I don't know, kind of empty. And I mean, not empty. The word of God is not empty. Yeah. But, um, within a group setting, I feel like that relational part, that time when you're just sharing about your day and your week and actually what's going on in your life is so important to me. And I feel like for all the groups I've been in, the groups who really concentrate on that first part of just, hey, how, how are you? You know, and um, just having time to actually, you know, kind of decompress and talk right. with each other before there's anything, you know, laid out about scripture, you know, that to me is what's been hmm. so valuable. Is that those friendships and um, yeah, time bef- 
Time before the meet. Yeah. We'll paint a picture of, of what, oh, yeah. you know, are there stories that stand out of over the years, maybe, you know, besides somebody coming up to your yeah. work in a minivan <laughs> hunting you down, yeah. you know, what, what are kind of some of the, you know, what testimonies have come out from those experiences of doing life with each other? How has it benefited you guys as a couple and, and as a family? I mean, like our entire social structure in Winchester, <laughs> in a way, is rooted out of just like small groups and like small group got us uh, our first small group there got us um, involved with Young Life which has introduced us like to volunteer there and meet tons of other people mm -hmm. um, and then you know becoming coming to this church because the small groups introduced us to the adult learning center where you know we were in the young adult greens yes. class and they did a marriage study so we met all of these young married couples that was mm. huge that I mean class like was it really just big it, it just completely was a launch pad for us like of where we are in mm. in Winchester, why we, you know, we're not from Winchester, <laughs> you know, like when we were like switching jobs and we yeah. were like, are we gonna stay in this area? And like, we had such good relationships. And you know, it's that's part of that. coming into a town like that, you know, yeah. as, a, as a young couple, I, I did the same thing. I came into town as a young couple, we didn't have kids and we're like, how are we gonna get plugged in here? Yeah. And instantly, it's just like, okay, where's the closest church? And then when you're there at that church, where's a group of people we can get connected with? Yeah. I have that same story. Yeah. And and if you don't get connected from a, a even just a social standing in a town like Winchester, you're going to get lost and you're oh, going to yes. get bored. And then you're going to be like, this, this town is not for me. Yeah. But what you're saying is that it's a Christ-focused, centered oh, yeah. uh desire to say I've got to be a part of community mm -hmm. and then from there I mean yeah you just list off tons of things <laughs> young oh, life learning center classes uh, marriage uh, yeah. we have some friends and then they have friends that go to other churches so like we have we have a lot of Christian friends in the area that like are go to other churches and are just completely like we have different little so social circles you know and we just Dabble and pick which ones we want for those. Just kidding. We, yeah. don't. we have kids now, so we have no life. But all right, so I got uh, that was my next thought for you. Oh, yeah. My next question. So we're talking about you guys being this young married couple, and yeah. now time has gone on, and you have kids now yeah. in your family. How many do you have? What are their ages? We have four, four beautiful daughters. Yeah. And what? How old are they? No, Nora's seven. Emma Quinn's five. June is three, and Sarah is one. Okay, so you say you have no life. So how does, I want to fast forward a little bit. How, how does having kids play a factor in what you're just describing of kind of getting plugged into a church, getting plugged into kind of social settings and, and even going to a community group? How has that changed for your family? Well, I personally feel like our small group is our lifeline hmm. to fellowship. And the, I mean, truly like those relationships that everyone does have kids in our small group and I think that makes a big difference so we're all on that same page of life and like those girls we're all on a text chain Josh mm. has the guys on a text chain and we are you know either if there's something big we'll shout out a prayer request but um, we'll also get together and I mean, we're trying to make plans for this week to go yeah. out in the evening, just the ladies and hang Without out, the kids. Which is fun. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we've had a lot of fun together, but um, yeah, we we found we hang out mostly with our small group hmm. now more than probably anyone else. And that's, yeah, it, it's important yeah. for us to have that community yeah, and that support a, yeah. in the season of life that can feel kind of lonely. Yeah. You don't want to just be watching Netflix only. 
being at home with kids or whatever That's the situation it. is. I mean, popcorn makes it better, but still. <laughs> she got, I got her a fly popcorn maker for her birthday. Just awesome. Throwing that out there. Yeah, what a, what a yeah, good husband. Gift for me too. But uh, intentionality is just my biggest word when we have kids. Because I think like there was a time where a couple years where we weren't in a small group and we were having, we had young children coming in, you know, and it's, it is a, in the small group right now, this is our third, fourth year? Third, I think fourth. Fourth year? Fourth, no, 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 sorry. I thought you were saying group. Go ahead. The current group we're in, this is our fourth year together, third year together. I, I forget. Jeez. So, but, okay, so you, no, no, you please, start yeah. out with one group when you first got plugged into FBC and then you've kind of, evolved or morphed into different groups over the years this is our fourth community group okay we started out with the joneses and then we had a, another group after that yeah and then we went to um the smiths did a it was a community group but parenting. it was for one year it was a parenting mm -hmm. focus so we did that and took a year off after that and then out of that group um from the smith's house josh invited a few families that we knew okay Not so just out of that group but yeah. So and started, you, and started a different group, a new group, but similar similar people. So there's a little bit of a core there. It's like, hey, we know you. We kind of know you. We'd like to know you better. You're not weird. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Enjoy. So we just threw out those invites. You it's know. nice yeah, to know that somebody small. thinks that you're not weird. It <laughs> is, you know. So it makes you feel valued. <laughs> be, but uh, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely where that came from. Which uh, I think that personal invites are really huge for yes like yeah like to have the up to you, we, yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh, and they have young great. kids everyone has young kids so i i mean kind of going back to what i said like i knew we needed to do it we weren't in a small group at that point and, and you know what's what's a better solution than just starting out for yourself so yeah we just know these people we knew they weren't in one so no time like the present yeah. so are you guys leaders of a group right now Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what What do you guys do as leaders differently than when you were just coming and attending? Do you pursue people with the minivan to go hunt them down? And, and <laughs> well, yeah. we're not that cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only yeah, one that thing. That was pretty special. So, from a leader <laughs> from a leader perspective, kind yeah. of how does your mentality change of being a part of a group? Yeah, uh, it is. I mean, there is like with that though, there is a pursuing aspect of it. There is a. Uh, with that text chain, it's been quiet to start it up again, you know, to mm -hmm. reach out to people. How's everyone doing? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it's a little bit more coordination on the, like, you know, Michelle yeah, and line I. Line up babysitters. Line up babysitters and structuring <laughs> it. So, yeah. yeah. So, and then all the study itself, you know, putting the time in there and, and man, just trying to get everyone included because I mean, everyone's different in your group. You're going to mm -hmm. have some deep thinkers. You're going to have some just people that love the simplicity of the gospel and just, you know, can highlight that. And, mm -hmm. and so you're just, you're just trying to get everyone to, everyone has a different perspective. So you're just trying yeah. to get that out of everybody. Yeah. So honestly, it is just pursuing people. So you know? what shifted in your mentality to make you then realize, oh, I think that I should be a leader or I could be a leader. Yeah. You know, where did that kind of tide turn for you guys as a couple to say, yeah, I think this is a calling that I have. Yeah. I feel like we just saw the need. I mean, I don't think Josh ever thought like, oh, like now I have the confidence to be a leader. I think it now I've was, arrived. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, we've, you know, checked all these boxes. I don't think it was that mm -hmm. like, we just saw, hey, like we could, you know, we have gone to the connects and looked at the sign up sheets. But really that, I mean, especially our generation, we're a little more like eh, when it comes to sign up. sheets, sure. We don't really want to just randomly sign up with people. But we saw a need for um community 
in just about our age group and mm-hmm. um, with young families. So mm-hmm. Well, that's what kind of that's very that's very generous I, and probably like it. There is an a, there's an aspect of pride for sure because I was like, dude, I think I can do it pretty good. Yeah, like I, I think I could, you know, like I when, so when, too. when you know, when does our community group end? I always, I always brag on this, like eight thirty exactly, spot you know? on. And I'm just like, I honor your time, brothers and sisters, and we're gonna go deep. But oh, let's pump our brakes. Let's pick that up next week. Babysitters <laughs> downstairs. Yeah. So and uh, so there is, a, but the thing is, like, like uh, what got me, what got us to the point of just like, okay, we should do it. We could do a good job. Like there is tons of hesitancy mm-hmm. about. Oh, I don't know if we can do that. And and it was just, I mean, there's risk there. I mean, and you just kind of have to, you just kind of dive in sometimes. I, and I mean, we've been, mm-hmm. if you're coming to this church and I mean, we came for small groups, but obviously like we, I mean, we stayed for adult learning center, stayed for the sermons. If you, if you want to know about the Bible, like a Bible church is great. And this church yep. has staff for that. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, we've been poured into for the last 10 years. Hmm. Um, so it's not like we lack confidence that we're like, don't know the gospel and like how what the what the climax of the universe the narrative of the universe is the gospel like we can teach that and the nuance of all the other theology like we can we can dive into it the depth of whatever we can get to but uh, it's a little less to be scared of to be like you don't have to know it all you know like just allow god to kind of lead you one week at a time yeah have the people who he's drawn into your group come yeah and and be used by him yeah if you've been poured into for a number for a number of years and you're you're probably on track to do it sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And there's a need. I mean, there exactly. is a big need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of the reason why we're having this conversation is that there's there's the need for groups to grow. Yeah. So there there's a desire for certain people in our church that want to get part of a, be plugged into a group that can't find one. Yeah. And there's a need for leaders <laughs> to to be yeah. raised up mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And I that's where my that's where my heart is like. I look around our church and I think there's tons, there has to be tons of people just like me three and a half years ago where I'm like, I could probably do it, but, mm-hmm. yeah. mm. and, and like, dude, you can, brothers and sisters, like you can do it. Like, yeah. you know, there's people that need to be called out, yeah. like, do it, step up yeah. and, uh, and you won't regret it because this is the biggest, this is the biggest thing about leading a small group, like in a Bible study or anything, like if you lead it, you learn the most out of everyone. Yeah. Like you want to learn, yeah. you want to learn about, you want to, we followed Romans a few this last year um, with the sermons. And like, if you want to learn more out of anyone in the group about Romans, like then lead that group. Yeah. And you will. It's, it's so, very true. It's awesome. And so from your all's perspective in your group right now, you just said that you guys go over the sermons. Is We have. Okay. We've done, um, we did that this last year. Mm-hmm. We've done a... The Bible Project themes. Our first cool. year, hmm. Bible Project, you guys heard of that. They have theme videos, yep. um, and those were good. We mm-hmm. did those. On each book of the Bible, there's a They a have theme. different ones. Yeah, they have books of the Bible. They actually help, They also have, like, themes, which is which is very nuanced, and like, not to get into it, but just, like. Justice, mercy. Okay. Yeah. And so, it's, there's, it's just pointing to the hyperlinks of the Bible that connect, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it was good. And we did a marriage study through. Uh, you guys have been all over the place. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Whatever floats our boat, I guess. No. So what, I mean, so what then is the call? I mean, if you're speaking to people listening to us and even watching to us right now, you know, I'm hearing a couple different calls, but I want to hear it from you guys. What's, what's the next step for somebody who is either looking to get plugged into a group or even maybe is feeling tapped on the shoulder, they need to lead, you know, mm-hmm. what should they be thinking through right now? Mm-hmm. Why don't you say, like, well, if you're I, not in a group? Yeah, if you're not in a group. And I guess, 
I don't know how to give the best advice here, but I would just say, you know, look around you. Um, if you're going to the nursery every week and you see a bunch of other families in line, just start talking with them. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, are you in a group? And mm -hmm. maybe they're in a group and they yeah. can invite you to their group possibly. Right. Or maybe you just make those connections and you say, well, we're thinking about having some people over. Maybe they even just talk about having a group. I mean, you could just invite a handful of families have them over some for a cookout and say, Hey, like, what do you guys think about being a starting a community group? And that gives people the freedom to be like, Hey, no. Or, <laughs> and I also would say like to not be afraid that like, you're not qualified or you've not taken enough learning classes yeah. or anything, because there's so many biblical resources here from the pastors to so many other laymen. But if you need help, you can get help and you can say, hey, I need a little more direction in how to encourage conversation or, hey, right. does anybody have a great resource for Romans, you know, an additional one that could help me lead? You could, you can have someone help yeah. you with the actual Bible study there, There's part. no doubt. Just, there's no doubt that, that the staff here and the elders here will come beside you if you, if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, yeah. there's no doubt that that's going to happen. And, but... But yeah, I don't know. I think if you're, uh, don't underestimate just the awkwardness, the potential success and the awkwardness of just signing up on that connect, you know, that group connect sheet. Yep. You don't know anyone? Just go sign that up. I mean, you, you, I mean, yeah, you can snipe some people in the nursery and everything. I think that's a great idea. Oh, wherever. Wherever. Of like here. But, but seriously, like us, you know, us, us 10 years ago, we just signed our names up and we had no idea. And generally, you know, if you love Jesus and other people love Jesus, like you're going to get along to a certain degree and it's going to be good. Um, and then from there, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's amazing. That's great. I mean, yeah. there's going to be a bigger push here with our church to call people to groups to yeah. say smaller groups are going to be where it's at. Mm -hmm. um, you can get lost in the crowd with a big church. Coming on Sunday mornings is great, but that's not the only thing. Mm -hmm. And so how can we continue to grow as a body together and do that in a group setting? There's something about just being somebody's house and having yeah. mm -hmm. dinner together and yeah. breaking exactly yeah. and getting to know people on a different level than just talking in the lobby of of the church building for mm -hmm. five minutes yeah so there's a different level of relationship that you can grab from that especially if i mean if you're new you're not going to talk as much in the lobby with people you know you know you or josh and i you know see lots of faces we mm -hmm. know, but if you're new a visitor and you're coming in you you're not gonna stay really to chat unless someone really seeks you out right so to be able to get plugged in would be awesome and i guess i would also say like it can small groups can accomplish so much i mean looking at acts 2 and how the churches began in homes and they broke bread together they fellowship together they worship together mm -hmm. they scripture together and how we can almost remove all these hmm. huge silos of ministries at the church. I mean, women's ministry can happen in your small group. Sure. Men's ministry can happen in your small group. I mean, children's ministry, you can yep. accomplish all these things within your small group if you're intentional and seeking after the Lord. I don't know. I just feel That's like great. Yeah. it accomplishes all those things without having to piecemeal out all the time. Yeah. Those are great closing thoughts. I love it. I mean, and, and if you are out there just kind of thinking and wondering, okay, how do I get better connected? This is the way to do it. And I'll just point you to the website, fbcva.life slash community is going to be the location. And you're going to hear more about it in the weeks to come here at FBC. 
sign up when the challenge for you to sign up is out there. And during the whole course of this fall, you know, I think there's going to be more opportunities for you to serve and to get plugged in, mm-hmm. to grow as uh, as a couple, to grow as a single person, to grow as a family, to grow yeah. as grandparents. You name it. Doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. Uh, I say, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it together. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are awesome. Josh and Michelle, thank you so much for <laughs> oh, being here. Mark. You know, yeah, it, Mark. It, you're 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 just testimony. Your story of your walk of being here at FBC and how it centers around small groups is encouraging. So yeah. it's inspiring. Thanks for being willing to share your story, and for all of you guys listening and watching, continue to be a part of uh, what we do here with the podcast at FBC. You can go to fbcva.life/podcast. Find us, subscribe, like all the things on social media and submit questions. If you want to hear more stories and just challenge us with what you want to learn more about, uh, you know, with these conversations, let us know. We'd love to uh, be a part of your life as you're a part of our lives as you listen and watch to us. So as we do this, you know, be on the lookout. Go to the website, fbcva.life for all those details. And until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. 